Welcome to episode two of Insert Super Super Pun Pun Here. Oh my god. Welcome to episode two of Insert Super Pun Here. I'm Parker. I'm Allison. And we are really professional today. (laughs) Uh, It's not our fault. We just watched The Incredible Hulk. (laughs) Damn you, Marvel. I feel like this is the only time I'm going to say that. Even more than when we watched Thor The Dark World. (laughs) So, okay. So to preface this, let's kind of just talk about... So, The Incredible Hulk uh, was also released in 2008. So, same year as Iron Man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So, this is kind of... I think this is probably the weirdest movie in the MCU. Like, from... You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because it doesn't feel like it fits in with the rest as easily as everything else does. But it's also the first movie that they did when they're like, you know what? Let's expand our universe. Mm -hmm. Like, it was the first after Iron Man. And let's be honest, it was not a success like Iron Man was. No, I mean, it made money. And actually, because I was doing... I think because of Iron Man. I was doing a little bit of research on it and... um, the reviews were actually favorable for it. And I remember when it came out, I remember watching it and and not minding it. Like, right. I, I kind of liked it, but... I, I also didn't hate it. It, it. And even re-watching it now, I didn't hate it. I just don't think it stands up. Like, no, it's just not... It yeah. doesn't... Iron Man st- stood up. Right, because I think we after, talked yeah. about, kind of at the end of the, at the, end of the last episode, mm-hmm. we talked about... Um, you know, rating the movie based on just it as a movie. Right. And we gave it high marks because right. it's a good movie. And after watching it 10 years later, it still stands up. Right. So, with The Incredible Hulk here, I, um, from what I can tell, what Marvel's trying to do is they want to introduce the Hulk. Mm-hmm. Re- ha- reintroduce the Hulk. Into pre- this universe. Into this universe, pretending that the Hulk movie with um, Eric Bana... And Jennifer Connelly didn't exist. Well, I guess it was supposed to kind of be like a reboot right. slash sequel. Okay. Um, Is that what they said? Yeah. That's no. as far as I can tell from the limited research that I okay. did. But basically in 2003, there was a Hulk movie. Uh, full disclosure, I did not see that movie and still have not. Full disclosure, I did. Wasn't very good. <laughs> and I remember hearing that it wasn't very right. good. Um, so that's why when I heard that they were making, you know, The Incredible Hulk, I was like, didn't they just make a movie that nobody liked? Um, but apparently, uh, The Incredible Hulk made money, Mm -hmm. made... I believe it. I I think coming off of Iron Man, coming off of Marvel proving themselves with Iron Man and saying, Mm -hmm. you know what, we can do this. Right. Um, and again, this movie was not a bad movie in the big scheme of things, especially in 2008. Right. Well, and I think this, I can't remember, but there's a point at which even I understood that there was going to be, there was an idea for these movies and that they were all connected. And so it almost forces you to see every movie, regardless of whether you have an interest in that character or not. Right. I think what scares, what's not scares me now because I know what happened, (laughs) but... What, at the time. Right, at the time was, I think was, could have made people nervous was this movie wasn't as good as Iron Man. Right. And 
thankfully, it didn't crumble. Right. But if it crumbled, we still wouldn't... I think putting the Hulk out Mm -hmm. as the next movie was a ballsy move. Yeah. Because he's... I mean, he's a well-known character, but he's a character that I think has proven with the first Hulk movie and then this one, that he can't hold a movie on his own. Yeah, well, and I think... I actually think that this movie, at the time especially, benefited from the kind of the the poor reception of the the first Hulk movie. Yes, I agree. Yeah, and because well, because looking, you know, people were like, "Well, that wasn't a great movie." Like this, but Marvel be wasn't in charge of that movie, right. too. And so people are now because of Iron Man. Like it always, everything we're going to say goes back to because of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't for Iron Man being such a strong movie. Just a good movie, Marvel Studios' first movie. Uh, the, none of this would have been made, and the Hulk piggybacked off that. Yeah, you know. But yeah, so I think we didn't take as many notes <laughs> in this movie. So this might be a faster podcast than the last yeah. one. So it's really funny because you started off when we sat down to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. You started off saying, "Oh, okay, you want to watch this." Mm-hmm. Like, we both weren't very excited about it. Yeah. That I had to do it. And you know what? I would say that the first, like, 15 hmm? to 20 minutes of the movie backs up that. I, I except, don't... except. So I have to say, so the movie begins in a really smart way. So everybody knows, just like Batman, Spider Man, everybody knows the origin of the Hulk. Everyone knows that he was shot with gamma rays mm-hmm. and becomes the Hulk. It's, it's a very short origin. But everyone knows that Bruce Banner is the Hulk and he got shot by something. Mm -hmm. Um, What they did, and I don't know if you noticed this, but in the beginning of this movie, the opening credits was basically a quick... They had to do opening credits. So what they did was just the quick origin of the Hulk without any talking. Mm -hmm. Just through montages and music and quick opening credit things. And I thought that was actually really smart. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So the beginning, beginning of the movie, the opening credits was actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool how they introduced the Hulk that way. Quickly let people know. Because this is Marvel Studios introducing the Hulk. Mm -hmm. So let's quickly give people his backstory. Because not everybody is going to know his origin story. Right. And I think what they were doing with the Marvel movies is... So Stan Lee had this saying. He basically said that you have to treat every comic book like it's somebody's first. Meaning if they're going to open Captain America 305, they should be able to be caught up quickly. Mm-hmm. With what's happening. So maybe they'll have a character who quickly tells an origin story. Yeah. Or they have that those little parts that they started doing in the later years in the comics that said previously in. Mm-hmm. Almost like TV shows. So I think Marvel Studios was kind of going with the Hulk. Being like, pe- most people know the Hulk story. Even if you're not a big comic book fan, you know that he was shot with some type of radiation. Becomes the Hulk. Right. But what they were doing mm-hmm. with doing his origin story quickly in the beginning... Was I think they were treating like, well, someone might not have seen Iron Man or someone might not know the Hulk. So we're going to pretend that this is somebody's first experience with the Hulk. Mm -hmm. So let's introduce them to him. And I think doing it in the opening credits was phenomenal. 
Yeah. I thought that well, was then, actually a good And then piece. at a different point in the movie when um, General Ross is talking to, uh, what's-his-face, Blonsky, yes. he, like, he mentions that the right. reason why they were working with gamma radiation... Was because of Captain America. Yeah, the well, super yeah, they were trying to... Yeah, super and that, that Bruce didn't know what he was working right. on. And so there's a little bit of extra stuff in there, yeah. but you're right. I think the way that they did the origin at the beginning was very well, good. Because cool, you have to have opening credits. Right. And most of the time, opening credits don't have anything. Yeah. It's just the opening credits. So I thought... Doing Unless it you're that, Deadpool. Right. So I thought doing it that way was actually really smart. And I forgot that they did that. Mm-hmm. So Because I don't even know the last time I saw this one. Yeah. So re-watching it, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then the, then the next 15 minutes was... Uh. Yeah, it's kind of... So you open on Bruce Banner is living in a South American city... Um, and, uh... Which reminds you of, um, the Avengers, because he does the same thing there. Right. Um, and he's, like, working at this, uh, factory that bottles soda, mm-hmm. and he's, I guess, some sort of, like, janitor slash handyman. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of a boring sequence. Yeah, like, he has some conversations with his boss about, yeah. um... About how his boss knows he's too smart to be doing this. And, and some pretty... You know, factory worker right. smiles at him, and there's this. Oh, when the, the first scene when they're in the locker room, and that yeah. older, angry man yeah. like shoulder checks him. Yeah. Um, Allison said it was funny. Um, Allison actually said, Oh, it's like high school. Yeah, it was literally like a high school was, scene. Like, this yeah, is the was, jock locker room. Right, exactly. Yeah. Letting us know <laughs> Bruce Banner's a nerd. <laughs> Can't hide a nerd with Edward Norton, I guess. Nope. But I was like, not okay, even, Edward Norton, I think I'm gotta. Not even in a South American soda factory. So, he's working. He's talking to his boss. He does something and he cuts himself. Mm-hmm. When he cuts himself, his blood, really, a lot of blood really falls from a well, very it, high... It was like, I guess it was technically like two drops, but it... Really? I just... I don't very think heavy that, drop. Like... It was a heavy flow, yeah. if you will. <laughs> no? Is that what you do when you cut your finger? Man, no. I cut my finger. This is a heavy flow. <laughs> it also doesn't like spray out like that. No, it's, it was weird. You know, I've watched enough CSI to know that that's arterial spray. <laughs> and I really think uh, we just said in the last episode that Marvel really tried to base their stuff on science. Yeah. Well, I didn't see the science in, in that In that blood flow. In that flick. blood flow. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so he makes sure that there's no blood. Most like, of the blood falls. Yeah. And it falls. He wanted to make sure none of it fell in the bottles and yeah. the soda. So. so he finds it. It's it's on the belt and he cleans it up he and he walks away. He super glues his finger shut. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what he doesn't see is that more blood has actually fallen into one of the bottles. Right. And then you see a disgusting sequence of Stanley. it being filled up oh, with yeah. um, soda uh, in... A process that I can only describe as not very... Sanitary? Yes. Yes. Um, and getting shipped out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the girl who smiled at him is getting harassed by the bullies. Yeah. And he stops them. and The bullies don't like him, but they all go away. Right. Then we... F- so I think at this point mm-hmm. is where I was thinking about the casting okay. of Edward Norton. Ugh. And I was just like... Put him in a lot of wife beaters. <laughs> not well, I mean, even before, like, not just not just the fact that he doesn't fill out a wife beater, but I just Edward Norton himself, like, 
not that I think that Bruce Banner needs to have like charisma or anything. Right. And maybe it's just, maybe it's even more apparent when you compare him to Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Um, because Mark Ruffalo does have charisma, but not in like a way that's like, oh, he could never be a scientist or, oh, he could never be the Hulk. Right. I, I mean, I just think, wasn't, I can't remember, but I mean, Edward Norton was still a big thing back then. Yeah, but he wasn't, he was more like a, he, I didn't, he was never like a box office star. No, no. I mean, no. I, he, I guess he was in Fight Club. Well, Fight but Club like, was 99. Right. And this, so, and this was almost 10 years after Fight Club. And he's never been like some sort of like super big box office no. star. Like he was and a when, good actor. But when you think of Edward Norton box I think office of movies. You, American History X. Yeah, I think which of was Fight in Club. the 90s, right? Yeah. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yep. But I think of his big... I even think of Primal Fear. Mm-hmm. You know, the, I think of his... 90, or the Italian job. Right. But he didn't really do anything no. in the Italian job. but it's job. a lot of his 90s movies. So yeah. I was... A, I, was it's, yeah. I, I think it's a very odd casting choice. And but, I can't see... Because think of this. Try to think of Edward Norton as Bruce Banner mm-hmm. fitting in with the rest mm-hmm. of the cast of, of the Avengers. Right. Well, I can't I see can't it. either, but they... The Avengers were still pie in the sky. No, I know. Then, and I think they were just trying to get someone who was famous. Yeah. Who was a good block, not blockbuster person, but someone who could put people in seats. Mm -hmm. And they said, you know what? We didn't think Robert Downey Jr. was going to work. And look what he did. And I think Hulk was also made around the same time Iron Man was made. So he was cast before Iron Man was finished. Yeah. So they just didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so I think they got someone who they just thought would put people in seats. Yeah, I could see that. You know, so... Well, and also what I discovered while researching that Mm -hmm. you already knew was that Edward Norton also rewrote Mm -hmm. a lot of the scripts. Right. The first script apparently was not very good. Right. Second script also wasn't very good, (laughs) but... So, um... But we don't tell Edward Norton that. I mean... It's not terrible. No. I, I guess I would almost say that I think the script is better than him as Bruce yeah, Banner. I didn't care for him as Bruce Banner, but eh, tomato, tomato. We don't have to deal with him as Bruce Banner ever again. Right. After this so this movie, is, so. so yeah, so it's kind of, you know, a one-off um, right. type thing with him. Um, but the movie itself, um, I guess, I don't know. So the, the first time that I really get interested in this movie is when... Um, so they, basically what ends up happening is, is the blood gets in the soda, Stan, it gets shipped to America, Stan Lee drinks it, and... Which, I wonder, do you remember Stan Lee's cameo in in Iron Man? I was thinking that when I saw him, and I don't remember So I think Incredible Hulk was actually the start of Stan Lee cameos in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I believe, I don't know if he was in like the old... Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies or the X-Men movies. Yeah, I can't movies. remember that back that I far. can't either, but I do think that Incredible Hulk was his first cameo. No. No. Stan, no, Stanley, I remember now. He in Iron was, Man? Yes, in Iron Man during that, um, what is it, like Fireman's Banquet or whatever, like where he gets dressed up and he actually goes, and that's when he finds yes. out that he's Oh, my God. Yeah, so, he, and he thinks Stanley is Hugh Hefner. Yes. Yes, okay. Oh, my gosh. So, look at that. I was wrong, <laughs> and I take back, 
the past three minutes of your life. <laughs> I take back. I'm sorry. So anyway, so Stanley drinks the soda, an episode happens, right. and that's how um, they find General where, Ross. Yeah, uh, that's where they find out where um, Bruce Banner, Bruce Banner is right. hiding out. Right. So General Ross um, goes and gets an elite group of people, mm-hmm. including, including Tim Roth, who What's when he stands, uh, Emil Blonsky. Um, when he stands next to General Ross, yeah. William Hurt, right? Right. Um, he looks tiny. Well, so I'm thinking... Is he always been like no. that? No. So what I think happened as I was watching it... So you know how we talked about how Marvel and future movies really enjoy making people younger? Yeah. Also, we learn in... in um, they also like to make people look weaker until oh, okay. they get bigger. So I think they computer generated him okay. to look smaller, just like they did with um Okay, because he looks like a normal well, sized like, human being in most right. things, but he looked really tiny in a No, couple just things. like they did with Captain America. Yeah. Um so I think I mean not not as dramatic as that, <laughs> but I think they just made him look smaller and weaker. Yeah. So you could then later see him being cut. Because okay. boy, there was a scene of him like cut. <laughs> I was like, jeez. Um, so we also talked about the casting of Tim Roth, I think, a little bit. Or maybe you just don't like him. I just don't like him. I, I don't, I, I like him in things as a, ba- he's a good bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't he's know. He's great in Mr. Right. Oh, he was great. Oh, I mean. God, Mr. Right's a great movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's an, that's for the Anna Kendrick podcast. <laughs> or Sam Rockwell. Mm, no. Okay. Are you kidding me? I would I do a whole podcast about Sam Rockwell. I'll do a whole podcast about Anna Kendrick. Ugh, shut up. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> so, 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 Tim Roth yeah, Tim is Roth, Emil Blonsky. Yeah. He's, like you fine. said, he's some a, elite. So, he's a yeah. soldier. He likes to fight shit. Yeah. He was, so, he's part of the team. They go to this village. They go to fight. Yeah. They find Edward Norton, who could have stayed at Hidden if he stayed in that lady's house. Yeah. Again, that's one of those things where, I mean, I don't mind if you end up doing this whole, like, chase scene and then fight scene. Right. But if there's something as simple as you could have just stayed in someone else's right. apartment for exactly. a while, um, that just kind of annoyed me. Right. But, so anyway, they end up chasing him to the bottle, to the bottling factory, right. the soda factory. And so this is where he first turns into the Hulk. And what's and, nice is... I like the sequence because they did the whole mystery thing. You still don't yeah. know what the Hulk looks like. There was like, like a serious, so like, the there was a serious at least five yeah. minutes plus yeah. of him, of them fighting the Hulk and you don't actually you see, see the Hulk. Hulk. It's almost horror movie-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that, I, I really liked that, that, um, sequence mm-hmm. of, of the fight in mm-hmm. the, the factory. Definitely. I thought that was really good. Um, and you know, the mystery surrounding it and everything. Mm-hmm. And then when they actually show the Hulk, I mean, clearly he's slightly different than later versions of the Hulk because they, he's supposed to look more like Mark Ruffalo in the right. other version. Right, well, and just like... But he doesn't look anything like Edward Norton in no, this one. a little bit. Because what they do is they take really? the actor's face. Oh, maybe like the compu- sharpness of yeah, his Yeah, they nose. computer generate it. Just as they did the same thing with Eric Bana in that Hulk movie. So yeah. they, that, that's what they do. I just think he doesn't look as recognizable as, as coming Mark, from right. Edward Norton. But you also okay. have to think about the technology... Ugh, gets shit. better. As well, I also think Edward Hulk. Norton's face is—it's long yeah. and thin. And so, Hulk how do you turn the Hulk into right. that? So. As opposed to Mark Ruffalo, who's fat, round face. No, I'm joking. Love you, Mark. Clearly, <laughs> <God. laughs> you're listening. Anyway, so, so yeah, so they go. He turns into the Hulk. He gets away. Yes, basically, he gets away and um, wakes up in Guatemala. Right, and <laughs> but Tim Roth. 
Emil Blonsky. Blonsky. I keep forgetting Blonsky. So Blonsky um, <laughs> talks to um, General Ross, and he's just amazed by the Hulk. Yeah. He's like, what is that? I didn't know we were going to fight a monster like that. That's he's crazy. He's more, like, angry, I think, because he brings up. He's, he's like, well, he's, he's, he, he brings up the fact that. He should have known. Yeah. yeah because, people you know. died. Right. Having, having your superior send you into a yeah. situation where you don't know what's But happening. I also think he was also kind of, because he kept talking about, I've never seen anything right. like he that. He was also intrigued That by, was yeah. amazing. And that's where General Ross starts kind of talking about how. Um, how Bruce Banner became the Hulk yeah. and talks a little bit about us. Did he actually use the term super soldier? Mm, not yet. Okay. Because when when he first, um, when Blonsky first... Uh, no, like, they gave him the no, shot. No, originally, when he first confronts the general right. about it, um, he doesn't get any information from the general. It's like the second time that they um, like talk about it. Okay. Um, and then it that's kind when, of just went together. Yeah. So... Oh, so I think something that we forgot to bring up is is uh, we see in the beginning that uh, Bruce is is online chatting. Oh yeah, with, with Mr. Blue. With Mr. Blue, who's and, a scientist, we're assuming. Right. So so he's he's basically what he's trying to do is is kill the Hulk. Yeah, find a cure. Find a cure for himself so he can stop hulking out, so he can have sex with Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so he Aren't finds we all? right. So he finds. He finds this flower, I guess, yeah. that um, Mr. Blue had recommended that he try, and it doesn't work. Um, in a really cool sequence where he mixes <sighs> this solution with his blood, and he's looking at it through a microscope. And the blood cells are red, obviously, and then they turn green. And they oh, hulk out. They hulk out. The blood cells hulk. It was just, it was silly. <laughs> it was just silly. Um, well, I mean, I think it's like, because when you first see the blood, it's red blood cells with these little green things on it. Because the whole thing is that Bruce's entire system right. is flooded with this gamma radiation. Right. So apparently green equals gamma. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, basically what he's... So, so that like flower thing didn't work. So no, Mr. Blue, no, it did not. Mr. Blue tells him that he needs the data from the original like experiment. So the thing that mm. you know, the gamma radiation thing that happened. And he to sends Bruce. his blood. Yeah, and he also sends Bruce. a vial of his blood. Bruce Banner sends a vial of blood yeah. to Mr. Blue. So anyway, so like we said, he wakes up in Guatemala. Right. And um, he travels to the United States. Yes. Because he has to get that data. Yes. For Mr. Blue. So he goes to Virginia, which is where um, the, which is where he worked at that school. Right. When they well, were doing the it's research. Also the government. And, yeah. You know. The government. The government's near Virginia. So, um, and that's also where Dr. Elizabeth Ross works. Um, Betty. Betty. So Liv... So, I just don't like her as Betty Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also didn't like Jennifer Connelly as Betty Ross. And then they just stopped doing And then Betty they Ross. stopped doing Betty Ross, <laughs> which I think was a smart move. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, I mean, she just, she was very too soft-spoken. And then when she tried to be tough, it was just kind of forced. I just didn't, it was, I don't know. I kept seeing Armageddon. I kept seeing Empire Records. Lord of the Rings. I didn't see a lot of Lord of the Rings. I just Well, there seeing... was a point at which her ears looked a little pointy, and I was like, wait, does she have elf ears in real life? I just was thinking a lot of her weird teenage movies. Okay. Where she was kind of a whiny girl. <laughs> you 
know, you couldn't see my movements of whiny girl. Yeah. But yeah, you know what I mean. Like, in, in Armageddon and Empire Records, she was a whiny girl. Yeah. But yeah, so it just... She, Liv Taylor was not a great... Yeah, so, so one thing that we had talked about for Iron Man was the chemistry yes. between um, between Pepper, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. and Gwyneth Paltrow. Pepper and Tony. Yes, sorry. Um, and <laughs> in this movie, there's no chemistry. No, no. It, like it looked, it would almost be like if Allison and I Ugh. were <laughs> trying to make Ew. it look like we were in love. It just was very awkward. It was very awkward. I did not care for it. Um, Basically, so then he goes to this pizza place, and then he pretends he's a pizza delivery guy to get into the building. Um, and the security guard, in a nice little throwback, yes, is right. Lou Ferrigno. Mm-hmm. Who's also in the other Hulk movie. Which I think is a very... I think that that's something that I would say is in the national zeitgeist. Like, people just know. Yes. Even if you never saw the, the Hulk, Hulk back show. In the 70s, like, yeah. you know who Lou Ferrigno right. is. So I think that that was something that was a throwback for everybody. Right. And um, enjoyable. Yeah. yeah. So he he basically logs into a doctor, I'm sorry, Betty's uh, computer and can't find any of the information. Right. It's not um, And then he tells Mr. Blue. Mr. Blue's like, well, I can't really help you unless you have this data. So fuck you. Right. We're done. So, he goes back to the pizza place, because I guess he knows the guy that owns it, and the guy lets him stay upstairs. I I think the guy who owns it, I think he and Betty... Would go there for pizza? Yeah, and they knew him. Okay. Because they were were like good friends, because later on when Betty shows up, Mm -hmm. she's like, come on, Sam, get me some pizza, or whatever she says. (laughs) When she shows up with Phil Dunphy. And he's like, but we're close. And she's like, come on. Come on, Sam. Right, and so... It's like cheers. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, so like he, like Parker said, um, Betty and Phil Dunphy show up for mm-hmm. a late dinner. And uh, Bruce, who has been so careful the entire right. movie so far about shielding his face from people and remaining in the background and looking around every corner before he goes anywhere, just fucking walks, walks in th- walks through the door like right nothing, you know makes eye contact with betty right. and then disappears like nothing happened and then she's like sam tell me who it was yeah is that who i think and yes and then she goes after him in the rain what was nice about that scene so we see it cuts to bruce banner walking in the rain and it had in the background i believe you could hear the sad hulk music <laughs> in the rain and he's walking and then betty drives up and they hug and they kiss and poor phil just, yeah, I, I mean... He comes back later on, but he's just there. And, you know. So, yeah, so anyway, it turns out that Betty saved the data onto a mm-hmm. USB drive. Right. Um, so, 2008. Uh, so, 2000 and late. <laughs> Somebody had to make that joke. Right. Um, so... Yeah, yeah so this then, they go... Her dad... Oh, so they go back to the college and I say... Yes. And her and her dad knows he's there, but oh, before in that, the meantime, um, <laughs> Emil gets his Blosky, Blosky gets <laughs> um, gets his little talk about the super soldier serum. Yeah, he gets injected, and you see him looking a little bigger, mm-hmm. a little more cut, yeah, a little more will. muscular, yeah, and he's ready to fight. Yeah, so now they're at sorry, no, now go ahead. now they're at the college and they kind of know he's there 
And they see him. He sees them. And he goes running. Betty's dad grabs her and says, no, you're not going to stop it." Is us. this the first time that we, I mean, that we figure out that, like for people who didn't know the comics. Like no, Ross I, and- no, because they talked about it. Oh, okay. I, I believe they talked about it earlier. She's like, I haven't seen him in years. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I think. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, so this whole thing goes down. They trap Bruce in this. Well, so before they... Oh, no, yes, they trap Bruce in there. You're right, sorry. Yeah, but you also see at some point you see Blonsky running, and right. he's outrunning everybody. Yeah, like, he's, he's got the super serum. Right. No one threw him. Right. He's got the Jesus shoes. Right. So um, then Bruce gets stuck in, like, an atrium. Yeah. They put gas... Canisters, canisters in, in which... Comes up so high that I was surprised they didn't go shoot through the other side, but that's just me. <laughs> um, so he, Bruce is covering his mouth so he doesn't breathe in the gas, but then he sees Betty goes running towards him. Um, uh, she lands a pretty good elbow to that one soldier. Right, but face. then another soldier tackles her, yeah. and then that makes Bruce drop his mask, yeah. suck in some gas, and turn into the Hulk. Right. So he pops out of there, and he and Emil beat the shit out of each other. Not and he, really. Well, Emil, for someone who's just a human stall, with the Well, stall, he's like, he's shooting guns at him. Yeah, but I he's... I mean, it's not like hitting him. No, but he's throwing things at him. He's doing yeah. something more than he's a... He's quicker. He's and quicker, he's like more alive. Stronger, but he's yeah. more agile. Yeah. It's just, for somebody who is just a person, with the Jesus juice right. in him, but he's just, yeah, he's just, he's keeping it up. And General he's Ross... He's not really... He, he's... If anything, he's just avoiding the Hulk. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't do any damage to no, the Hulk. but... But, but no, you're right. I mean, clearly he Jesus, threw a Jesus couple is working. Things. Like, he threw a couple yeah. of stuff at him and stuff. I just thought, you know, whatever. So, he throws things... And then, I don't remember what happened. Well, so, the general tells him to lead the Hulk towards the cannons. Yes. Um, and, uh, there are these, like, sound cannons. Mm-hmm. Uh... And it looks for a moment like the Hulk is going to be defeated, but then he sees Betty being sad, being oh, yeah. oh, sad, sad Betty. Um, and he gets angry again. Yeah, and so he defeats the cannons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Blonsky, I don't know if the Jesus juice went to his head, but he yes. literally comes within feet of the Hulk, and, the Hulk and is like, "Is that all you have?" And the Hulk punches. Kicks him. Kicks him into something. A tree. A tree, okay. And the sound, it, he literally is like a rag doll. Right. With like, like, ugh, mm. pieces of wood in him splintering yeah, it, all over the place. Was it was pretty good. gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then the Hulk, oh, so then the general has called in um, an air, a gunship. Okay. The giant helicopter yes. with the big yep. guns. Right. Um, so while they're kind of looking at Blonsky's broken, bleeding body, uh, nobody's paying attention to Betty. And she goes up to the Hulk and she's like, Bruce. And he turns back into Bruce. Right? No. Oh, no. That's when he can... Oh, God. God did you even watch the movie? I know. This movie was not mine. So the gunship shows up and is, like, shooting... That's right. Shooting guns and then shoots a missile. And uh, the Hulk covers up Betty. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. They're, it's shooting guns and then the Hulk throws the thing at it. Mm-hmm. And the helicopter goes down and it explodes and the Hulk covers up Betty and protects her. But the general's like, no. Um... And then the Hulk disappears with Betty, who has passed out 
from what I can only assume is smoke inhalation right. as she was not touched by anything. Or stress. That's <laughs> a stressful time. You know, you the know. ladies and the stress. Yeah, yeah. Just, she she needs the vapors. Yeah. So then in a sequence that reminded Parker of Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast, and and but King it Kong. was a clear King Kong reference. Um, the Hulk brings Betty up to this like rocky cave, cave thing. Yeah. It's literally from King Kong. Right. Um, it's been a lot of times since I've seen King Kong. <laughs> um, so anyway, there's like a little moment and Betty's like comforting the Hulk. I did like the, the, um, the part where, um, the Hulk gets mad at the lightning and thunder mm-hmm. and throws a boulder at the sky. <laughs> She calms him I down. I kind of feel like that was something from King Kong too, but I can't remember. But they so what was, what was the weirdest whole the weirdest thing about that scene is she, oh so, at, when they wake up in the yeah, morning. So they go to so it's it's assumed that they go to sleep, uh-huh. but because the next scene is them waking up in right, the morning. But it's also assumed that they go to sleep and he stole the, the Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. So when they wake up, she's literally uh, spooning him. On his... But, 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 but on, his, on back, his back. Which made me think that she actually fell asleep on the Hulk's back. <laughs> like, she couldn't spoon the Hulk. He was too big. <laughs> she would. De- he would definitely be the big spoon. It was really awkward. It was like, weird. I mean, if it's just like a regular romance movie and they're waking up like that, you're like, whatever. But well, if you're like, wait, if he went to sleep as the Hulk... Oh, right. But even as Edward Norton, what is the lady the big spoon? <laughs> Like it just—it was. Liv Tyler is is tall. Yeah, you know, kind of. But I don't know. Big bone. It was, woman. but it looked. But she was literally on his back, yeah. which made me think that she fell asleep on the Hulk's back, which was weird. Yeah, but okay. So then, apparently, they get down from this rocky mm-hmm. cliff that looked like it didn't have any escape routes for normal humans into a town. Yeah, and so they end up in a town. Um, they're at a cheap motel. He. Oh, yeah, before he turned into the Hulk, uh, he swallowed the USB right. the data. So he pukes that up. Um, She's, she goes out. Gets him some clothes. Gets some supplies. They have a good throwback to purple pants. Yeah. Because the Hulk in the comics always wore purple pants. She cuts his hair. They kind of mack on each other. And they're about to do it. And his, and his heart, heart rate, rate monitor is- goes up. Which makes me laugh because we were asking... now. I don't know how to word this. I've gotten intimate with people before. <laughs> and I don't think my heart rate goes above 200. I feel like if like, every time... That, so, like, have, they were literally not that far into... They had been making right. out for probably three and a half seconds. And his, and his heart, heart rate, rate was, was already like... like beep, beep, beep. Well, the thing is, they show you <laughs> earlier on that... Once his heart rate goes above 200, he turns into the Hulk, and it was beeping, like, really fast. And you're just like, is his heart rate about to jump? I was like, well, I mean, I how long has it been, and he hasn't had sex? Yeah, but I can't believe it's healthy for your heart rate to, to jump up 200 past 200. while you're having sex. Like, I run a lot, <laughs> and it's very rare that my heart rate jumps up to 200. Yeah. So, I just, it was a little... A little weird. A little weird, but okay. But so they, they don't, don't have, sex. have sex. Yeah. Um... And, you know, Betty comforts him. It's right. okay. So then they go into the city. Um, they go into the city to go meet with Mr. Bloom. Yes. Um, while they're doing that, you kind of go back to Belosky. Yeah. And kind of see, oh, he's stuck in his 
he's, his body's broken. He's in a hospital bed. And Ross is convinced he's going to die. Mm-hmm. So Ross goes off. And someone says, hey, do you want to go see Belosky? And, and he's like, well, no, I have to tell him he's probably going to die. And she's like, well, no, he's up. And when Ross sees him, he's like up and standing and healed. Yeah. So we know that the super juice, the Jesus juice. Yeah. Is alive and well. In his and, and making him. Feel better. Yeah. Feel better. Risen uh, from the dead, if you will. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Uh, I didn't <laughs> think that big guy. Um, this is getting ri- real sacrilegious. religion. Yeah, right? Um, so, yeah, so we know that, okay, well, there's something really weird going on with him. Yeah. So then um, Betty and um, Bruce, Bruce meet with Mr. Green, who's a teacher. At Mr. N- Blue. Mr. Blue, who's a teacher at NYU. I don't know, some One, college. A college in the city. Um, he, they introduce themselves, and he's going to test Bruce to try to get him, to try to turn him so they can heal him. Mm-hmm. So basically, the the whole plan is to basically have him start turning, and then when he's turning, they have to give him the serum when he's in the middle of turning before he goes too far, mm-hmm. so he won't turn fully into the Hulk. So I kind of like Tim Blake Nelson. Like I think mm-hmm. it. Um, the, whenever I think of him, I always think of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? But um, oh, yeah. he, I think he was good because basically his character is supposed to be someone that is. That is so interested in the science that they don't care about the consequences. Right, right. Um, so, which, you know, spoiler alert, is what happens at the end there. Um, which is exactly that type yeah. of person. But, so they, they try the thing mm-hmm. where they induce an episode and they give him the serum mm-hmm. and it works. Like, he's not hulked out. Right. Um, but then, Mr. Blue... Uh, references the other test subjects Mm -hmm. and Bruce is like, what the hell are you talking about? And it turns out that the blood that he sent Mr. Blue was not enough. So they engineered a big clone. I don't know. Cloned his blood, whatever. They made more of Bruce's blood. Of gamma blood. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a whole crap ton of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Isn't it green? No. no. There's some green... Oh, no, later on, green. There's always green stuff. Everywhere. Everywhere. So, then, uh, the general finds mm-hmm. them, yeah. and Bruce gets finally hit with a trank dart. Um, and, and because he can't turn into the hole. Because, yeah, because he got hit with the trank dart. No, even, but even then, the serum was stopping from turning as fast. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so Blonsky shows up right. and he gets really mad because he's trying to like, he wants to fight the Hulk again because mm-hmm. he feels like invincible or a monster, as mm-hmm. he said. Or um, an abomination. <laughs> they haven't said that yet. Yeah, um, so, you know, Bruce can't turn. So, uh, he like knocks him out and then, yeah. So Bruce and Betty get on, uh, a helicopter yeah, with, with the general Ross. and they're flying away and Blessing. this woman yeah. one of the soldiers is uh, debriefing uh, Mr. Blue doctor whatever mm-hmm. his name is and she gets knocked out by Blonsky who is full on crazy yeah. and he's like I want to be uh, bigger yeah, I want stronger. you to do whatever you do, do and make right. me so, and, and that's when... That's when he says... He says, but you would be an abomination. 
And then all the comic book nerds were like, hee hee. He said a comic book character. He's going to turn into him. And I was just like, okay. So, Uh, (laughs) so he does, so he gives him the, Mr. Blue gives him the stuff. And I think he just random, does he knock out Mr. Blue, hit Mr. Blue? He like hits him and he like knocks into something and he opens up a cut on his head. Right. And then, and then, so Mr. Blue falls to the ground and some of the, Mr. Gamma Green. stuff. Yeah, the blood. Some of the gamma blood falls down and goes into his open blood. And you kind of see his head. Do some weird. Do some weird stuff. And what they were trying to do was trying to turn him into the leader, which is a very... See, the Hulk doesn't have, except for the Avenger villains, doesn't have a really deep group of villains that aren't monsters. A rogues gallery. Yeah, so Miss, the leader is one of them. It's just a really smart brainiac type... Um, guy who has mind control powers and things like that, and he's all big and green and a big head. And they were trying to turn him, yeah, into that, which we will never see again. No, so, but yeah, R.I.P. So, right. Leader. So, um, so Polanski is now the abomination, and he's a monster, and he's tearing up the city. And General Ross is like, oh, "What are we gonna do?" And the and Bruce Banner's like, "You know what? I got to do this." I gotta Hulk out. I gotta Hulk out. But you can't. You're too tired. The the stuff that you had in you. You don't know if it's gonna work. He's Bruce. like, I have to try. He jumps out the plane, the helicopter. He's like, oh, f-. he goes, oh shit! It's not because he wasn't turning. Yeah. He hits the ground. Turns into the Hulk. Yeah. Then they fight in Harlem. In Harlem, and Luke Cage would have been very yeah. upset. Um. And so, you know, long story short, uh, the Hulk wins. Yeah. We never know what happens to the abomination. I don't think. I don't think. I don't know. Um, but yeah. So then we'll be we'll be clearer with the other movies. This one just isn't <laughs> yeah. good. Well, there's a lot of unanswered questions yes. from it because we don't just, know what happens to the abomination. The leader doesn't go just, anywhere. I don't want to. We don't know what happens to Betty. I had a hard time paying attention to it again. Yeah. You know. Same. Just or remember. We didn't take a lot of notes. No. I was often distracted by my right. phone. But we we figure out that you know, but Bruce Banner disappears again. Yeah. And we just know that he comes the Hulk sometimes and sometimes doesn't. Well, the next time we see him is in Avengers. Mm-hmm. And uh, when one of our favorite characters, Black Widow, goes mm-hmm. to find him, mm-hmm. he looks to be in the same sort of area right. of the globe. Right. He went back down to South America right. or something. So, So the next thing that they do is at the end of this, which wasn't in end credit sequence like they normally no. have. They didn't have one. It was just an end of the movie before the credits rolled sequence. It's General Ross getting drunk in a bar, drinking some weird green drink. Yeah. Which is like... Is he just drinking Midori straight up? I don't know. I thought it was absinthe. Absinthe? I'm, I'm absinthe. <laughs> I'm, are you drinking absinthe? Um, absinthe? No, absinthe is... is Darker I, green than that. Well, I just, it was just weird. It was just green. But he was thinking that in Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Pops in. It's just really like, give me some more information about the Hulk. I'm starting a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's where it ends. Another quick... So that's the only real connection that they have. But also, in the opening sequence, there was actually... Um, when they were hunting the Hulk, you saw in General Ross's... Um, area you saw a newspaper article that says nick fury starting a team mm-hmm. and not the avengers but talking about shield yeah so nick fury was also looking for the hulk and so those are the only real connections mm-hmm. between the two yeah in my uh research i i saw that edward norton had 
decided to pare down the references to S.H.I.E.L.D. in this one. So, in, in pretty much um, the first, like, three to four movies, you see not a lot of, but, but Agent Colson is, is around. Right, I was kind of surprised that he wasn't Right, and there's a distinct one. lack of that in The Incredible Hulk. Right. Uh, so, for whatever reason, they decided to tone that part of it down. Um, which again, I think just alienates it even more. From right. The rest I feel of the like movies. if it was more connected, I probably would have been more interested. Like really, the only thing, the only things that tie it into the movies are very vague references to uh, to Captain America, yeah, the Super Soldier Serum, and, and then like Stark Industries. Uh, I think like theirs was like the containment unit that had the Super right. Soldier Serum in it. And then Tony Stark at the very end. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that's really those are really the only things that tie it into the rest of the movies, right? Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's funny because I guess if we're going to take a look at this movie as a standalone movie, I, I kind of, I don't think it holds up. But I also think that at the time when I saw it, and, you know, as I've seen it again over the years, because it's on... It's on TV a lot. I feel like it's on FX a lot. I, I don't feel like I've seen it in a long time. I think I've seen it randomly on TV every now and then, and I will watch it. Mm-hmm. So I guess if we're going to rate this as a movie... Well, before we rate it... Oh. We, what do you want to talk about? Fun facts, bitches? Fun facts, bitches. <laughs> so a couple of fun facts that I have is... So um, it's actually funny. So Allison mentioned that Edward Norton rewrote, uh, wrote some of the, rewrote the script. Apparently, according to Tim Roth... Edward Norton rewrote scenes every single day. <laughs> so That sounds like Yeah, fun. so every day he was rewriting scenes and giving it to the actors. And a fun one that I actually really enjoyed, the man who played Stanley, the um, owner of the Pizza Power. Yeah. He, who you kept calling Sam. Yes. He actually provided the voice for Bruce Banner in the 1966 animated Oh, show. so it was that another. Is nice. It was another throwback to yeah. someone who has a history with the Hulk. So right. I thought that was kind of cool. That is a fun fact. Yeah, it's a fun I fact. like that. Thank you. <laughs> and then those are then that was fun facts, bitches. <laughs> so I guess we can rate this. Okay. So you went first last time, so I'll go first this time. Okay. So like I said, you know, it's a standalone movie. As a standalone not, movie, yeah. and not comparing it to the other movies, I think I would give it about a, a five or six. Yeah, I would say a six. Yeah, I'll be nice, and I I think a six, six out of ten. Yeah, works I'll go for with me six. too. It was you know because there were parts I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. There were parts I I didn't hate it as much as I was expecting to hate it again. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I say. A and six. I I think I have to take into account the fact that I liked it when I first saw right. it. Right. And there were little things that made me a little geek happy. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. And that was the movie. So the next movie. That we're very excited we about. We are excited about. Iron Man 2. It's not the best, mm-hmm. but it's better than this. And it's has some cool yeah. sequences. And it's your first introduction to Black Widow, which excites me. And Hammer Time. Yep. And, oh, another quick fun fact. Which I just made up. <laughs> the, in, the, in this Incredible Hulk, it's the only Phase 1 movie that doesn't include Nick Fury. Okay. Yeah. Just his name. So, get ready for Iron Man 2, which has more Nick Fury and some Black Widow. 
Ooh, right. That's yeah. what we were talking about. Exactly. That's why we're so excited yes. because yes. we it's get not to a great movie, to the but Black Black, Widow yeah. and that's very exciting. It's very exciting. All right. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next time. This is Parker. This is Allison. And it's been insert superhero, super pun here. <laughs> we will get this. Eventually, we will know the actual title of our own podcast. Insert super pun here. 